he definitely looked at me like three times. <laughs> like he did, I've got video evidence of it. And I was like, what the hell? Who are these random people yeah, that yeah. I can't stop watching? I've opened up about my struggles with like loneliness. Did a video, did the whole sit down, deep breath. Because it was, it's nerve wracking. Yeah, that's incredible. I like. got recognised in Japan. Today, I am very excited, and as will be some of my team members who I told today that you were coming on the podcast, and they were like, shut up, um, Mr. Mark Ferris. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I'm really good. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for coming you? in. Thanks for having me. First question, how is Harry Styles? 10 out of 10. 11 out of 10. I was saying just before you walked in, he definitely looked at me like three times. <laughs> like he did. I've got video evidence of it. <laughs> did you go on your own? Did you go with friends? No, I was like, with two friends. Yeah. Um, Equally as big Harry Styles fans? Yeah. Just, yeah. You know when you just like follow like an artist from like obviously from One Direction and then to his solo stuff. Yeah, it's just been yeah. It's Have been, you ever met him before? No, I've waved at him a couple of times <laughs> and like he's. I've been at events where he's been at, but yeah. it's just like you just don't want to be one of those people that because no. I'm really awkward. I don't know what <laughs> I would say to him. How many times have you seen him in concert then? About I think three times, three yeah. or four times. Like I've seen him like perform at the Brits and stuff. Yeah, um, but yeah. I think I've seen him in Wembley Stadium like twice. Wow. Very lucky. Was this time better? Worse? I think this time was better because I was I could see his face like properly, like his like his face. Instead of like a little Yeah, dot on the yeah. on a screen. Um but he's such a performer. Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy because obviously when you listen to his music, you wouldn't think of it being like that high. Well, some of the songs obviously. Yeah, yeah. But just seeing him perform, you can just tell he really loves it. And I yeah. love watching people who love what they do. Yeah. So talking to people who love what they do yeah one of the main reasons i wanted to get you on the podcast is i grew up working with youtubers like oh. youtubers are my my jam right that's how i got into the industry um actually kind of a funny connection so i used to manage a band called boyce avenue <gasps> oh my god yeah. who did all the covers yes oh yeah, my yeah. god so that's who i looked after before i started outreach right. and they kind of know Zoe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know how close they are. Or like they did some work together. Yeah. They did like, um, I remember like they, they hit a billion views once and like um, Zoe did like the intro video to it and things like that. So there's like a little connection there. So when yeah. I was looking for people to try and interview, you know, I was looking at stuff and I was like, I need to speak to some really OG YouTubers, which is what I'd class you. Mm. So thank you for coming on. Oh my God. You're welcome. Um, I like to always start from the beginning. So, when did you realize that you were one creative and two you wanted to kind of like get into socials? Um, I, I think I've always been creative. I'm not academically yeah. <laughs> that way inclined. Um, not that I didn't ever try it at school. It's just that it didn't come naturally to me to be able to focus and like yeah. retain information if I wasn't fully like in love with it or in, in, like passionate about it. Art, media studies, drama, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Loved it. I was just like a a star. Yeah, well, not a star. <laughs> Probably like a C. But um, <laughs> a pass. Yeah, a pass. Yeah. Um, where are you from? Pass. I knew that was going to get picked. So as soon as I said it, I was like, my wife's going to kill me for oh, that. I love it though. Um, it I'm from Blackpool originally. <gasps> I love yeah. Blackpool. So it's it's kind of had a mishmash because I lived in America for a bit, and then I lived in London. I lived in Newcastle. Like I lived in Peru for a bit. Oh, whole gosh. of whole of a story. Um, so it's kind of been messed up. People mm. sometimes think Nottingham. Okay. So yeah, I say pass grass or bath. Like, bath. Yeah. Love it. Except for the city. 
I say barf. I don't know why. Oh, really? I don't know why. Barf. I think it's because I, I used to play a, ro- a lot of rugby. Mm. And if you play rugby, like you say barf as the team. Right. But all of my northern friends, when I say that, are like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> but anyway, sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Jumped in. Jumped in. Um, always been a creative person. I love getting like stuck into like anything like that. Yeah. Um, so I always channeled my passions like in and out of school. I could always be making like short films, short horror films, love right. horror films always getting my friends to like be in any sort of video work experience. Like I remember just like, <laughs> like standing in the stock room and we just had like camera phones had just come out at that time. Well, yeah. I'm so old. <laughs> and we just make little films on that. And it's just yeah. something I've always been so interested in. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was at uni studying film and TV. So obviously when I came out and I started YouTube, I was like a pro, I knew how to edit yeah, and everything. Yeah. And that was great. And I think at uni, that's when I first was introduced by YouTubers. And I was like, what the hell? Who are these random people yeah, that yeah. I can't stop watching? Yeah. And <clears throat> it was obviously after uni, I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I've got a degree mm. and just gave it a go. Because I tried to start it in uni. And it's funny. So what st- year are we talking for uni? Third year. But it's in like 2000 and... Oh my God. Because I'm trying to like put it together in terms of the pieces of YouTube launching. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So I I um, graduated in 2010. Okay. So yeah, we're talking yeah, like three years after YouTube came out. You first trying to yeah trying to start. Yeah, I remember watching like Zoe yeah. and Alfie and a couple of other, like Jack and Finn, like the twins. Yeah, yeah. Love them. Fit. <laughs> Love them. Um, and it was just it was just something that I wanted yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, whilst I saw it and then at uni I was like with my housemate I was like oh my god these people are putting marshmallows in their mouth <laughs> can we do that and he was like no it's so like it's not cool and yeah. I was just like it's so it sounds great yeah, yeah. and now he kicks himself yeah I bet <laughs> it's the same with like TikTok when like during lockdown all these dances and stuff and everyone would be like I'm not doing it and now mm. there's like so many famous TikTokers that started during lockdown yeah. who are kicking themselves Yeah. so then you started your channel after uni started my channel after uni yeah I was hungover at my sister's house and it was her best friend yeah and then there was the tin can challenge and i was like what's the tin can challenge so the tin can challenge is like with all like the tin cans obviously and it had like tomato soup or full english breakfast or dog food you take the labels off and you just it's like like that you know how they they used to be so popular back in the day like cinnamon challenge everything and i was just like oh should we just do this and she was like yeah why not yeah yeah and then it just snowballed from that, like, um, got like a hundred views. Yeah. Was ready to retire. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> I've made a dollar. I'm ready. Yeah. And it was just something that I just really loved. I remember getting like a really small community of people who were interested. Yeah. And yeah, it was like every week I was making these, I was hopping on the bandwagons of doing these trends. Yeah. And um, my sister's friend eventually went on holiday and people were like, where's your video? And I was like, what? <laughs> and I rang her, I was just like, these people are asking me to make a video and you're not here. And she was like, yeah, just go for it. So I did. How did you, cause you were obviously in that kind of, and you are in that kind of crew mm. of OG YouTubers, but for anybody who, does, who doesn't know, how did you meet Zoe and Alfie and all those kind of people? So I met them cause Zoe watched one of my videos of me reviewing her second beauty line mm. so she released the beauty line and i was just like i walked past it in my local 
Superdrug or Boots or whatever it was. And it was like a big poster of her. And I was just like a massive fan, massive yeah. fan of that outfit, all of them. I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to do a review video of it. Mm. And I did it. And she, I think it was her mum. She says her mum saw it. And then she was like, oh, you've got to see this guy doing it because not many guys were reviewing the products. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was, it, she saw it, commented on it. Everyone went crazy. And then I went crazy. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, this is like, this is just so surreal. And then she, like we were chatting over Twitter and she followed mm. me and all that sort of stuff. And we had loads of stuff in common. Mm. Um, and then she invited me to her second book launch. Right, okay. Met her, I got very drunk. Like, didn't embarrass well I actually embarrassed myself I was because this was the first time I met all of these people that I'd watched yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim Chapman Tanya Burt everyone was in this yeah. room and I was absolutely pooing my pants and I had a couple of shandies before and I was just like this is so surreal this is going to be my one and only shot this is the last this is the only time and um, yeah we just got on really well with everyone did you feel like you fit in though like no. did you feel like you were at home no you felt what completely out of your comfort zone yeah like because really? like I like I don't know I just think that's that's not a them thing that's definitely a me thing yeah, yeah, not yeah. ever yeah, feeling yeah. like yeah. part of anything or like I don't know I always feel like the odd one out um, in certain things even now like in those in those like <clears throat> environments like those parties and stuff like that really mm. I feel like you just like be a duck to water in that I mean yeah I love it I love a good party yeah, like yeah. I, I'm so like happy and like sociable I talk to everyone I love it but I, I it's a massive imposter syndrome right like when I go to things and um I get invited to places and trips and I'm just I'm still like what is going on like however many years later I always find that quite refreshing when you hear it from a creator or anybody who's kind of like in the in the limelight mm. to hear that they're not like yeah this is just me now I'm comfortable with it because I think that a lot of you know your audience or just people that watch social media they just see you there and they go oh god how do they do that mm. but actually you're inside you're going i shouldn't really be here yeah oh my god all the time and i think as well because i started so late i think i started mm. youtube at like 26 so i had like 26 years of a completely like normal yeah. life and i'm from south london like very normal family like whatever normal is yeah and um yeah, I think because it was literally overnight. Literally everything changed when Zoe shouted my channel out. That's incredible. Yeah. What were, what were you in the gap, I guess? Because if you finished uni, like what were you doing in the gap between get, like the YouTube really popping off? Did you have like side jobs? Yeah, so like I was that? working with my dad. Right. Was his little printer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd run back and forth from the printer. Yeah. And just make sure everything was good for him. Yeah. And I was also an extra yeah okay on made in chelsea yeah yeah and music videos nice loved it and that just kind of i guess inspired you to keep going with the social side of things yeah just like i feel like going back to uni as well like knowing all the behind the scenes yeah how everything worked and i just loved that i love being on sets i love just seeing how everyone works and everyone's yeah, yeah. jobs and yeah so i just i do miss being an extra sometimes <laughs> you can still do it no i know exactly they'll be like that's mark yeah it's his elbow <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a super fan to know that yeah <laughs> sometimes i watch the old episodes of made in chelsea and i'm just like i forget and i'll see me i'm like oh my <laughs> god why were you wearing that and just stuff like that <laughs> one thing that i think that people would love to hear is how how do you stay so consistent because i was going through your channel this morning on the way in on the train i was like god he never misses like mm, you've been going like for years though, so consistent. And that's the one, everybody who's, who we manage always says to us, 
how do you grow your YouTube? And I'm like, no one really knows. But the one thing I do know is you've got to stay consistent. Like consistency is the only thing that we know from the algorithm that works. So how have you stayed so consistent over the years? Honestly, as cliche as it sounds, cliche, like it's because I love it. Yeah. And I've never lost that passion from it. Yeah. And I think like, obviously I've had moments where I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And like I've managed, especially in the last couple of years, been able to really transform my completely changed my content yeah into like solo traveling yeah, yeah so i feel like i'm i've never been that much of a like a trend youtuber right, in that okay. sense obviously yeah. nothing wrong with that but i've always tried to do because I, I can't put out stuff that i'm not going to enjoy yeah if i know from for like a second like if you put out these five videos they're going to guarantee to get half a million views every mm. single one but if i don't like it if i don't feel comfortable if my if my audience were ever to turn around and be like oh this doesn't feel like mark i'd hate it so I would yeah. never do it. That is another thing that we always say to the creators is there's no way to stay consistent unless you're actually enjoying it. Like if you're hating what you're making, but it's performing well, you will just drop off mm. because you're just like, I can't be, I can't be bothered doing this anymore. Yeah. And I think it will build so many other more problems like yeah. mentally as well. Yeah. And, um, cause when you first started, it was very, very lifestyle focused, right? Like vlogs, that yeah. type of life. I always find it interesting with lifestyle creators, like, how do you even just like come up with ideas for that for that week's video? Like, how do you stay motivated in that sense? I think uh, like the, my audience are like the best. And I think they, like when I meet them as well, it's, it is honestly like, sometimes I have to check myself and be like, oh, have we met? Like, do we go to school together? Because <laughs> yeah. it's such a nice community that we've built. And I think when they're like cheering you on as well and they're like sometimes yeah i like i put out content and i'm like oh god i don't know if, oh, but they're like whatever you put out it's just fine as long as you're you're still enjoying it and i just i think because especially with lockdown it helped me just to put out just the most random content not overthink it yeah, yeah. um and people like especially because i'm still a youtube fan like i'm more of a youtube fan than i am a youtuber i say because i just love watching people and like the content they put out and mm. my favorite content is when people would just like you watch their content and you feel like you're FaceTiming them yeah. or like you're mates with them. So that's what I always strive to like do. Like getting that inside scoop of a relationship. That's why I love podcasts so much because I feel like I'm sat there with the people that, yeah. are, that are talking. <clears throat> that that thing of community, I know you're really big on. Yeah. So do they often send you video ideas and like make, make a video about this? Is it like that? Is it that directional? Yeah, sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll put out if I'm having a bit of a like a a mind blank week yeah, yeah. which I do all the time <laughs> um, and I'm just like oh, what videos do you want you want to see and every single time without without a doubt they're just like yeah. just you yeah, just doing whatever cooking car chats they love car chats I love yeah. car chats um, the solo travelling thing was probably one of the biggest risks I took yeah what what was the motivation behind that change in terms of your content um, I think it again pandemic yes. like having to my parents family were um what was the word high risk right yeah, yeah so i genuinely didn't see anyone for like six months or however long it was mm. took it very very seriously as you do and I, before the pandemic I, I couldn't be alone right like okay. i needed to be surrounded by everyone people person like any minute i had on my own i didn't like it i fell out of love with my own company and that's something i used to love when i was younger yeah and having to force myself to be on my own really changed everything and then 
I was making all this content because like, you, you never know because for mm. so long I was making content with my friends and like everyone loved that. And I was just like, oh my God, I feel on my own now to make content. Yeah. Because so, a lot of your videos, especially in the early days, had other people in them. Oh my right? God. Yeah. Like everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that was terrifying to think, oh my God, are people still going to like my videos if it's just me? Because all these things go through your head, yeah, especially when you've got like all the time in the world. And I just... Obviously, when you were allowed to go out and like take walks, I was doing it all on my own, documenting it. And people mm. were like, this is really helping. I love that. And I was like, oh, that little light bulb. I was just like, well, maybe I can turn this into something. Yeah. And then I took my first solo trip to York. <laughs> shut myself. <laughs> um, literally shut myself. It was... Why did you choose York out of all the places? Because it's quite spooky. I'm like, I like spooky yeah. things. And it's it got quite, like... It's quite like medieval, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it's yeah, got yeah. like loads of ghost history. Yeah. And I, I love that weird okay. stuff. Um so I went there, got two, like, two great, oh, was it vlogs? No, I think it was one vlog out of it, which was great. Mm. And I got amazing responses from it. And I love doing it as well. Yeah. And it really just set the tone of how I was moving forward. And I still incorporate other things that I've been doing all over the years. But the solo traveling thing, I'm so proud of it as well. Yeah. What's it like, like those first few times you go away on your own and you're just like, I know nobody. Because one of the girls on our roster, Ellie Grady, she's just started... I'd say just probably in the last six months has started doing that as a, mm. as a series. And she's had a great response from it. Like people love to see it. Cause I think it is one of those things that a lot of people would love to do, but they would just never have that push to actually yeah. go and do it. What was that like? Like the first few times? Like I said, driving there, I was just cacking it because I was yeah. just like, but it's different because I feel like I had the camera. So I always say this when people are like, oh, how do you do it? I'm like, because I'm talking into a camera. I feel like you were there. Yeah, it yeah, feels yeah. like I'm with people yeah, yeah. and it's so strange. And I remember when I went to Copenhagen back in November and I forgot my camera because <laughs> I'm a great YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? I, I couldn't vlog. So I just had to be like, I did obviously like stories and stuff, but it wasn't the same. You had a solo holiday. Yeah, and yeah. I was just like, oh, this is quite nice. Like. <laughs> because i was a pro at that time yeah, yeah. but it is there's it, you can't you can give like advice but it's very individual to each person of how yeah. to like to give tips and stuff um but like like my first meal on my own oh god i was gonna say I, i'm guessing you're not the type of person that would just go out for a meal on their own in london or something I'd grab a coffee yeah. and I'd sit and I have a laptop, but yeah. I wouldn't like, it's so different when you're, <laughs> you're away, you know, you can just sit and just relax and people watch. Yeah. Um, but now I would do it. Yeah. yeah. Like I've, I've been clubbing on my own. What's that like? Mental. Yeah. I went to Liverpool. I, I think I'd be terrified. Yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things that each time I'm trying to push myself yeah, like yeah. in certain things and like, especially when you're getting such a positive response yeah. and people will be like, this is actually helping me. I'm like, right. Okay. I'm not only doing it for me now, I'm doing it for you. Yeah. And Are you like drinking on these nights out on your own? No way. No, no. I mean, I met someone um, in Cork and it was amazing. I, that was the first time I proper like let my hair down yeah, and got yeah. drunk. But I never drink because... Yeah. That would be terrible. If, yeah, if anyone's going to be kidnapped, it's going to be me. Um, <laughs> like sending a video like I was last here. Yeah, exactly. But like, I also put my live locations on. I send it to my friends and my family when I'm a, a, away. But I, yeah, drinking for me, no. No. What's it been like in terms of, I always find this quite fascinating as well. In terms of you being a YouTuber and being somebody who's obviously known by people, when you go on these solo trips, you haven't recognized like, and what is that like if so? It's like I like even last night getting recognized by people is still the most surreal thing. Yeah. 
because I never like <laughs> my manager will back me up. I don't look at anything. I don't look at my views. I don't look at my followers. I don't know yeah. anything. This is honest truth, isn't it? So when I post stuff, I'm like, I'm just posting, and I read comments, obviously, yeah, yeah. and I interact that way. So I don't know. So when I go out, I forget. Yeah. I honestly do. And it is like last night was so surreal, just meeting so many people. And like when I go away and I meet people, I'm like, the reach is just... Insane. Yeah. Crazy. Because where, where are your biggest audiences? Here. Here in the UK. Here in America. And oh. Australia was pretty wild as well. Have you been there? Yeah. Did you get recognised when you were there? Mm -hmm. But that's incredible. I like, got recognised in Japan. That's, it's, isn't it wild yeah. like, to think that you make these videos in, like, effectively in your bedroom to begin with and mm. now you've got that reach around the world. Do you feel like you've got any... I always find this interesting as well. Like, do you ever feel like you've got a sense of responsibility yeah. now you've got this platform? Mm. Did you always feel like that or is it kind of like come with I'm, the... Yeah, from day dot, I never used to swear. Right. Okay. I never used to put alcohol. That's I've great for a, a manager knowing you're not going to swear. <laughs> I can't say anything about now. I'm a massive boy <laughs> mouth. <laughs> but I never used to work with alcohol brands. Right. And I don't know why. I think it was just a personal choice. The, the audience were a lot younger. And it's great now that we've all grown up together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, I'm not going to treat you like a child. No, no, So no. I am going to swear because I do go out. I do get drunk. Yeah. Um, I do talk about my mistakes and I do swear. <laughs> so, yeah. and like I now work with alcohol brands and I think it's like, there's, there's a much more, um, there's much more respect for that. Yeah. Being completely yourself rather than a little bit more polished. That leads nicely into being yourself online. Mm. And we were talking just before you, we came on about the fact that you have been very open online. You came out online. Mm -hmm. What was that whole journey like for you to be have it so public? Um, I mean, people aren't blind, so it wasn't a shock. Yeah. <laughs> but I think because I never fully came, I never came out to my parents, and I oh, right, okay. until a lot later in life. Okay, so it was always like come out to them first. Um, we had parents are fine touch wood nothing sinister was happening yeah, yeah. but there was a lot of things going on behind the scenes with the family and i just didn't think it was something to ever talk about like mm. my parents didn't care they loved it they love it mm. but it was never a conversation where i felt like i had to sit them down but i never wanted to come out online and let until i did that mm. and just loads of things just started getting in the way yeah. and um yeah i came out in lockdown, I think, or the year before, 2019, mm. online. Not in life, obviously, <laughs> but came out yeah. in 2019. And did a video, did the whole sit down, yeah. deep breath, because it was, it was nerve wracking. Yeah, it was like, it was, I just didn't know, everyone was obviously perfect, but it was, it was just another thing that I was just putting out there yeah. for people to respond to. Yeah. And like always, Everyone was amazing, but it was, it was scary and it was emotional. I've watched the video and I, I think at the, in the beginning you say something along the lines of like, I'm not doing it for the people that are calling me out here. I'm mm. doing it for everybody else. Yeah. But. And there's still such, there's still so many people who struggle with sexuality. Yeah. And there's still so many people who can't come out. Yeah. And there's so many people who, I, I never like wanted to make, it a big thing because it isn't like being gay isn't my personality yeah, yeah it's like not, it's not you it's just yeah, yeah it's just part of it but yeah. if it helped someone 
that is why I did it. Yeah. And I definitely think going back to the responsible thing, like there are moments where I am like, there's, there's so many things I could be doing to help. Mm. And like in the back of my mind, like coming out publicly, because um, I never thought I'd do it, mm. but I just, I wanted to, because I still get DMs all the time about people struggling with their sexuality and like how it's helped. And then that's, that's fine with me. I think that's, that's the thing about having a platform you have two ways of doing, like dealing with it. You either be the person that you've always wanted to watch online, yeah. or you just go along with the trend and hope that nobody kind of kicks off with you. Yeah, I know this is, and I'm a very cringy person, <laughs> but I've always said, I, I always, not to be a big head, but like I've always wanted to be the creator that I wish I had when I was yeah, younger, yeah, like yeah, 10, yeah. 12, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like there's so many people I watched. Oh my God, I wish I had when I was younger. Mm. But that's also like someone I want to be. Yeah. Like, not in a fake way, no, but like no. it's, I, yeah, there are so many different types of content creators these days. Um, so many. And I just think for me, I've always wanted to just be as real as I can be and just like your best friend online. Well, that's actually like a really common theme of I think some of the most successful creators is just making yourself, and again, not being fake, not lying to your audience, but being the person that, you did want to watch when you were younger. And it is a common theme with a lot of successful creators. You've also talked quite openly about, you know, mental health and anxiety and things like that. Was that, was that easier because you've already gone through like speaking about something so personally or was it still quite difficult? I mean, nothing's like, do you know what I yeah. mean? I think it's all under the same yeah. hat however. But like I've struggled to talk about, like even now, like recently I've struggled um, not struggled, like I've opened up about my struggles with like loneliness and mm. which is the scariest thing. Yeah. And um, that's, that was like last year I spoke about it. And I think mental health is something, it's like my therapy as well, like speaking about it. Yeah. And being able to speak about it and have people like you've never met mm. be like, oh my God, I feel the exact same thing. That's like a massive deep breath release as well. Yeah, yeah. it's not just me. It's not just me. Yeah. And I think that is the best thing as well with opening mm. up because it is like when I was like suffering in silence for so many years, not talking about it, like all the things that I had going on, it, it made everything worse because I wasn't talking about it. And I, I genuinely felt like the only person going through it mm. until I started watching other YouTubers and Zoe, especially she's helped millions of people with mental health. Oh yeah. I feel like, yeah, like that whole conversation she had, this is what I showed my parents. Yeah. Like, and it's just how it's spoken about now is just great. And it's just like, we can always just keep talking about it and like make sure that no one feels like they're on their own. I think that's an, an amazing point to make because so many people connect social media with bad mental health mm. because you, people are using social media in negative ways, whether it's trolls or whether it's just people like searching for the lifestyle that they want on social media. But if you talk about it in a positive way and to be able to connect with people, yeah. and I think it goes back to your whole thing of community and being there for one another. And if, if you can build that community and find that community, then it can be a really positive tool, mm -hmm. but there is a dark side to it. So what's it been like from like the hate side of things, especially when you're going through all that stuff? Yeah, I think, oh, I don't know. I think because <laughs> I always say this, like I met one of the most amazing creators when I was away the other week, uh, yeah. Liza. 
and we were talking about it and she like gets hate and it's horrible when everyone does and I think it just stems back from like growing up in school I was picked on I was bullied and yeah. I think because I'm a little it doesn't matter you can be like my dad had problems with people in the workspace yeah, like, yeah. wherever you are people yeah, yeah. are going to be a hater yeah. unless it's constructive I, ca I can't pay attention to it if someone says something about the way I look or dress or speak if the, the most common one I get is people thinking I'm fake and it's just like that annoys me um, <laughs> but like you can't I personally have a thick enough skin because I, I, I think I went through the worst of it touch wood when I became friends with like Zoe and Alfie how come? because I think it was just like who's this random new guy that's just jumped on the scene. Right, so they're going, who is this person? Yeah. Why are they just trying to jump on the wave of Zoe? Yeah, um, user, like fake, all everything. And this is so funny because we wow. only had a conversation about it like last year. Like Zoe didn't know any of this, yeah. uh, how, how bad it was. Um, I guess I, she's not like going on the comments and looking and stuff yeah. like that, is she? So it was like but back then when I had Twitter, it was a lot of stuff right. like that. Yeah. But now I think as you get older as well, like, it's because you, I'm doing it, I know why I'm doing it. Yeah. And that's all that matters. And the, the people close to me and my followers who love the content are so like close with what I do. They know why I'm doing it. Yeah. And like, yeah, obviously so if I'm having a crap day or I'm hungover and I see a, a crappy comment, I'm like, ow. Yeah. <laughs> it's harder to take it when you're in that headspace. Yeah. But back then, going back to it, what, what was that like? And did that ever make you feel like, fuck this, I'm not going to do it then? No. Or you were just like, I'm just going to keep mm. going? Because what the relationship and friendship I had, I knew wasn't a YouTube friendship. Yeah. It was a real... You knew it was real. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. a real bond. Yeah. And like, obviously, because I was a fan of her before, like, I was just like, this is a friendship that I'm going to have for life. And I'm yeah. not going to let like people who don't know the situation ruin it, even though they tried to. <laughs> Um, but I think that there's so many, I've had so many comments in the past three years and I've seen so many things being like, okay, maybe he wasn't, which has been like, haha, like trying to get to them and trying to use them and stuff. Um, I like our friendship is like, what's the word? Tested the tail of time or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. I think, it, I mean, it, it shows that in the fact that you are still just friends now, because there's so many, uh, YouTube friends. That are not YouTube friends anymore. Not naming any names, but that you you guys are still very much still friends. So it's kind of been like you say, it's stood the test of time. That's it. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> so therefore, it's you know it's proven on paper on Instagram. You can see you're still hanging out. You're still friends. What what has life been like with the rise of things like TikTok for you? Like you're a YouTuber. Yeah. I mean, I I think everyone never thought it was going to last no i didn't think it was going to no, last no. like we have conversations about it all the time and how tiktok is very like it can change your life overnight in yeah. certain aspects and i think it's great and i love tiktok when i when it first came out oh my god i was obsessed loved it loved all the dances i did all the lip syncing towie all that sort of stuff i was like loving life on it and obviously when life started opening up and it opened up again I sort of like pushed it to the side mm. and I didn't really take it I didn't never took it serious I don't take anything that I do very seriously um but yeah I I think it's great and I've met some of the most hilarious kind people who are now like doing so well for themselves um 
but yeah, I just, I don't know. Like uh, in the back of my mind, I was just like, is it going to be Vine? So, yeah. and I, I, my brain is scattered on a normal day and I couldn't imagine like having to do YouTube, Instagram and TikTok. That's a lot for me. Like, yeah, yeah. To, I'm quite scatty in that sense. Um, so I never really put as much effort into TikTok. Mm. But I'm still uploading. Yeah. I'm still doing it and I'm still treating it more like a side thing. I was going to say, because we speak to a lot of creators in the roster, but also on the podcast about how they stay consistent, how they juggle multiple platforms. Mm. So is your, yours is a case of your priority is YouTube. And then... yeah. Priority, I think, is YouTube and Instagram are the same thing. I love Instagram because it's obviously like instant and that's great for me. And then but the real like sit down chats, deep chats is YouTube and everything. And TikTok is just a little bit of fun outfits and mimic like miming and stuff. But I do I do want to actually start taking TikTok a little bit more seriously. Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because I think with TikTok, again, my background was YouTube. And I think I'm always going to have a strong love for YouTube, whatever happens, just because like you say, you can build that connection with an audience far deeper, yeah. I believe, than TikTok. And that's why TikTok are trying to bring in longer form videos because mm. I think they're starting to realize that. Whereas TikTok, I think you almost have to be, I'm not going to say more creative, but you have to be super creative to make sure that people watch it. Yeah. In three seconds, if you're not getting their attention, they're mm. gone. So I think f- for me, it's a, it's a case of like, I really love when our creators are like, I want to focus on TikTok, but if they're not going onto YouTube at the moment, I'm like, really yeah. got to get on there. Because that's the thing, I could watch a TikToker and think, I fall in love with them, they're amazing, they're so yeah. funny, and I might never see them again. Well, you, you don't know the who they are either, yeah, really, that's the because thing. a lot of the times they're not diving deep into their lives, mm. and then it's like, how do you really connect with them so much? Yeah, that is true. And I think, like, obviously a lot more are branching out onto YouTube, which is great, and you can yeah. follow them over there on Instagram to see, like, their their posts and stuff. But yeah, in terms of like having that deeper connection, I know a lot of people have on TikTok. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a short form, isn't it? So you never know, but it is, yeah. I mean, I've like some of my favorite creators are on TikTok. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny. Well, so do, you, so do you go into a different headspace when you're making short form content over a long form content? Yeah. Yeah. I like to make my short form stuff really emotional. Right, okay. Yeah. I love montages. I love making stuff look really beautiful. I always say, if you were to watch my Instagram, if you were to see my Instagram, what's it called? Feed yeah, and yeah. not look at my stories, you'd think, oh, bloody hell. <laughs> He's a poser. He's like, all like blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. you watch my YouTube videos and you're like, oh, Jesus. Um, but yeah, I just, I love finding like, I love making things look beautiful yeah. for my Instagram. And I, I take more... I guess it's been care. easier since you've been traveling, right? Because you've got this, these amazing backgrounds. And- yeah, but then I walk down Croydon High Street and I make that look beautiful. And I love born and bred, love it. But do you know what I mean? I, just, if yeah, I, yeah. I love to find little bits of beautiful and everything. Yeah. yeah. Right, what about content moving forward? Are you going to focus on the travel stuff? Always travel. I think that's my niche. I finally found my feet yeah. in that. Always going to be doing like daily vlogs. People love them. Um, they, mm. But people will just literally watch an hour of me cleaning my flat. <laughs> and that, for me, that's a lot because I'm like, oh, I don't know if I could do that. For, because for me, I couldn't find that interesting. I was going to say, like, <laughs> do, you watch YouTube, do you watch any YouTubers for that long? Like, do you ever watch anybody and really sit there for an hour and watch their videos? Yeah. 
I actually do. Yeah, I think it, 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 you have to be a really special person to be able to feel like you're in the room with them. Mm. And there are some I have. And like this woman who I watch, she just reacts to movies. Like I'm never met. I've got her notifications <laughs> on. I never miss it. I'll sit there and I'll watch it. I'll get ready. Um, and there are still so many creators that I yeah. do that with. And yeah. yeah, there are. They're like little movies. The reason I ask is because that's what I do. Like I go on TikTok now and again, but my big thing is still watching YouTube videos. Mm. I'm laughing because one of my favorite channels is this history channel. So, oh. so stupid. It's like a cartoon history channel and it only posts once every six months. Notifications on and it gets like 10 million views immediately mm. just because the algorithm knows it's going to come out. And yeah. that's why... I was asking because I think that that's why you probably are so consistent because you love YouTube. Yeah, I just love it. Yeah. I think because like I said, I'm more of a fan than I am a YouTuber. Yeah. And I just, I love people and I yeah, love yeah. connecting with people. I love chatting. Like, and it is, it's just such, it's just, yeah, it's just the, the thing of being how I was before YouTube, um, before the pandemic, wanting to constantly be around people. Now yeah. I'm a lot better at being on my own. Like, I love my own space. See, we're very opposite in that sense. I love being on my own. Yeah. I can sit on my own for days on end. Yeah. I'll be, I'm fine around people, but which is probably a good thing if I'm doing this. But <laughs> yeah, you're doing great. It, thank, thank you. Thank you. Um, but I, I'm, I can be fine on my own for ages. Yeah. So like, and I do feel like the pandemic probably taught people that you can be on your own, mm. that you don't have to be with people constantly. Yeah. Because I, I think I'd be exhausted if I was constantly having to look to be around people. Mm. Well, how do you think that the pandemic changed social media? Because I, I think it's really accelerated a I lot mean, of things. Yeah, like my dad and mum's on it. Like they're always like, my, I'm like, mum, you can respond to my stories, but in fact, <laughs> you'll just text me. <laughs> She'd be like, love your outfit tonight. I'm like, you can reply to my story. Mom, oh, and my mum used to like reply and she'd like write on my on my Facebook wall <laughs> instead, instead of sending me the message. And I'd be like, mum, it's for everyone to see. Yeah. No, I think a lot more, I think everyone's on it now. Yeah, yeah. Um, most people and yeah, I, I just, I will never forget them early days of the pandemic, them coffee things. Oh my God, the I amount know, of yeah. mess I made in my kitchen trying to do that coffee <laughs> thing. Um, it was just really good vibes. Yeah. Like the music, there's so many songs I I put together with the pandemic. Yeah. But like I said, there's positive and negatives with anything. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, sometimes it's terrifying to go on there, on social media, any platform. That's why I got rid of Twitter. Terrifying in, in terms of like hate trolling or just... All of it. Hate trolling. Yeah. Like, um, I think as well, like not in a bad way, but like there's like news channels now on TikTok, which you can see. Mm. And I feel like for me, sometimes I need a break from the news. Like I'm not ignorant to it, mm. but like if I need to know the news, I'll go, go to, watch. Yeah, I'll yeah, go yeah. watch the yeah, news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What well, This is kind of like a 360, but what was it like the first time you realized that social media could be a career for you? Because I find that quite an interesting thing to speak to people about. Because I think that, especially when you started, actually, it was probably, people were probably earning money from YouTube at that point, but it wasn't like what it is today. Mm. So what was it like when you were first like, actually, this could be a career for me? I, rem <laughs> I remember the first brando I did. I made my dad, not didn't make him, but I asked my dad to be my manager. I can't remember the company, but they wanted me to promote a song and they paid me like, I think it was like well, 150 pound or something. I was like, oh my God, this is like 
people were saying you need to negotiate and I was like, no, I'll do it for free. Yeah, I love yeah. music. Yeah. I'm working with a brand. And I think it was, I'll never forget my biggest one was early days. I think it was like, I, I did work with the X Factor and I was like, Jesus Christ, like this is, what is happening? And it was, it was just little things at the time mm. where I was like, I might have to pack my extra job in <laughs> because I, like I said, I love being an extra and it taught me so many things yeah. like in that sense. Yeah, yeah. But the, in the certain things that I were doing, the, the pay wasn't that great. Yeah. And obviously I, I wanted to be working. I wanted to have a job. And I was like, look, if I, I love doing YouTube, but mm. I can make it into a career. If mm. I can, I will. And yeah, yeah it was just, it was just learning that. And I didn't, at the time, I didn't have any help or guidance in that. So I was just winging it. For like, for, for anybody who's listening or watching that is starting to come up through YouTube or come up through their socials and they're starting to earn some money from it. And they're trying to balance that thing that I think that all growing creators go through, which is I need to make money out of this now because it's my full-time job, but I want to stay authentic to my Ooh. audience. How have you balanced that over the years? I say no to a lot of things a lot of things yeah. because like i said earlier if it was like if i put out a brand deal and someone was like mm, he's doing it for the money yeah that would break my heart yeah, yeah um and i get some people and like there there has been times where i could take the money because i needed the money mm. or whatever but yeah. i haven't because it's not it's I, I don't know i've always felt so personal like personal about it Whereas that I could, I could do so many things for the money, but that wouldn't be me. And like I said, it would break my heart if someone turned around to me and was just like, oh, that doesn't feel like Mark. I think he's just doing it for the money. Mm. I don't know. I've, I'm really funny about that. And just, um, I work with brands that are exciting for me, my audience and people can benefit from, yeah. I can benefit from. And it just is in line with, I'm very lucky because I can I can do a, a whole array of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm very lucky in that in that sense. Um, but yeah, I just think just carry on doing whatever they're doing. Yeah. But just work with brands that just fit with you because sometimes it is very tempting. Obviously, with anyone, it is tempting just to take money and just do the job, and that is fine. But for me, I couldn't do that. Mm. I think that's the good thing about having a YouTube channel mm. is you have that AdSense that can yeah. also be another, oh, re that as well, another yeah. revenue stream where you're not having to say yes to all these brand deals to to facilitate your income, really. Do you get paid by TikTok as well? Is that, <sighs> is that like a revenue thing? There's, there's a, I think it still happens, but it's such, I, I remember, I can't remember which creator was talking about it, but they were saying they got like 80 million views and they made a hundred quid or something. Like it's something stupid, like that yeah. kind of level. So they have a creative fund, they have TikTok shop, but they don't have like a really, really strong ad revenue. Mm. But Instagram are bringing it in. Are they? It's Bloody getting yeah. trialed in the US, I, I believe. So I can't see why TikTok wouldn't do it in the end, because mm. if not, everybody will keep flocking to YouTube, especially now with shorts. Yeah. Now you can get monetized with shorts. You're going to start, we've already seen so much of our roster go over to shorts because, really? yeah, from TikToks, because they're like, I might as well upload to shorts as well because it's the same footage. It's the mm. same video. I can just upload it there and I get paid now. Right. So, yeah, that's what we're, we always say to our creators is make sure that you 
try and find those other revenue streams so you can stay true to yourself because it is tempting mm -hmm. to take that money especially when you're a new creator and maybe you've just quit your job to become oh my god of course yeah totally. what was that like actually when you first made that leap and you were like shit this is now full time like I said, because it happened so quick for me, yeah. I was, I still am living in some sort of weird bubble, but <laughs> I think <laughs> I've got a lot and more. when is it going to end? Yeah. I've got a lot more support around me than I did back then because yeah. my parents, oh my God, they didn't know what was going on. My family members didn't know what was going on. How do you describe that to them back then? Honestly, I had so many <laughs> conversations where it, like my mum and dad oh my god love them my sister loved it never had an issue but like there were people yeah who didn't get it yeah like older generations whatever like if you if i was to say to the same person now they would be like oh my god amazing completely get it but back then there's still a lot of people now oh yeah of there, course there, yeah. Won't, there won't be like i know i speak to my family sometimes and they're like what do you do like mm. who do you look after i'm like just doesn't just all i was out the other night and i said because usually i tell people that i'm an estate agent <laughs> <laughs> if they ask me what I'm doing. Why? Because I feel like, because I'm quite chatty, yeah. I just think of someone who has a profession Got where they're it. really okay. chatty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've always just said an estate agent. But now I've just... Because <laughs> there's... And now I've just started saying that I'm a YouTuber because I am so proud of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like in the past, it is it has been... It hasn't been the wisest thing for me to say to certain people. But... Right, um, okay. How come? I think... In that sense, because it's I, it's still a very exciting job. It's yeah, not your yeah. average job. No. And people in the past um, have I've just noticed a lot of like using in that sense. Unfortunately, lost a couple of people to it. Right. Um. Not death, but like like lost. Just just abusing it. Yeah, abusing yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like getting like using me to get to people, mm. using me to get to events and stuff. And that was like a tough lesson I had to go through. Mm. Um, but now I just say, yeah, I'm a YouTuber. And it's, and at first I can, I can tell they're either going to go two ways. Oh my God, that's so exciting. Yeah. What do you do? Or, oh, okay. Yeah. I always get the, um, how do you make money from that? Like, yeah. That kind of, how much from, you earn? From like an auntie or something. Yeah. Like, how does that work? Mm. And then you have to go into it and they still don't quite get it. That's the, that's the number one question. Yeah. How, like, does it pay well? Which is crazy because you would never do that never. in any other job. It's very, especially in the UK, it's very taboo to say how much do you earn. Mm. But yet when it comes to this, that and crypto, everyone can just be like, how much are you earning from it? I still don't understand. No, neither do I. I've got a friend that graduated university with me about eight years ago now. He's never had a job. Just bought bought Bitcoin eight years ago. And he's never had a job. It's just it's real money, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not really sure. He's he's, he's alive, so oh, who who knows? It's the main thing. <laughs> um, no, I'm fascinated by it. I I think that that leap for any creator, like we, I think because we look after a lot of TikTokers, a lot of them did start in lockdown. Mm. They're very new to doing it full time, and they're all the thing they always say to us is can I afford to go full-time? How long will I be a creator for? Mm -hmm. And I actually, I always use Zoe as an example. I'm like, well, one of the oldest creators we know who's been around for the longest is, is Zoe. Mm. And I'm like, well, that's only what, like the 10 for 13 years-ish? Mm. So I'm like, we don't really know the lifespan of a creator yet. So yeah. we're very tentative to say you can do this forever. But I think that that's one of the biggest things that hearing from someone like yourself who also was like, you know, I don't know how this yeah. is going to go. I've got a backup plan as well. 
what the state age <laughs> yeah <laughs> no. i want to be a party planner love that yeah if it ever goes tits up yeah um you could do that now i mean yeah result. i'm i love hosting stuff yeah just through my friend a little going away party yeah love it you could do it as like a on your youtube channel like a separate thing yeah, yeah. for the fans yeah God, no, you're going to have to do it now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, amazing. Well, one of the final questions I've got, which I am asking everybody, is what's one of the biggest lessons that you've learned from social media that you can pass on to, I guess, the next generation of YouTubers? Oh, it's really boring. <laughs> I, I just say just, just stay true to yourself. Yeah. Don't be someone... Don't try to be someone else. Just because, yeah. like, sometimes I'll sit there and be like, well, should I be doing this? Yeah, we had a conversation the other day. I was just like, should I be making these differences to my account? Or should I be, like, doing this? What and kind I, of things just out of interest? I, I just thought, should I be, like... <laughs> I, I just said, do I need to be more out there right. with what, who I am? Do I need to take a vlogging camera on a night out? Yeah, okay. Do yeah. I need to be opening up about really personal things? Yeah. Because sometimes you can, like, you can, like, you can look at someone's account and just thinking, and just think sometimes, oh my God, should I be doing that? Have it all the time. Yeah. yeah. But Com then comparing yourself to yeah. other. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, comparison is the thief of joy. And like, if I'm trying to be like someone else, I'm not going to be happy. It's so true. And that's when I'll give I up. I do think it's quite refreshing though to hear somebody as big as you say, I'm still watching other people and going, should I be doing that? Yeah. Because that's what everybody does. Everyone does Everyone it. Everyone does it. I, I reckon Kylie Jenner's doing it. Of course, yeah. Who, who's another big one? A bit Harry Styles. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. looking at yeah. someone being like... You watch Mick Jagger. Like, you don't tell me those moves didn't come from... Exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? I think as long as you're inspired by people yeah, yeah. and you're not like a carbon copy... Mm. I think that's that. That's great. I think that's a great way to end because yeah. it's what we started with, which is if you want to succeed on YouTube, you've got to be yourself. Be yourself. Be out and proud. Mark, thanks so much. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs>